Jim. Yes, Kevin. I had another R. Jackson home first last night. Oh, what was it this time? I had a nightmare about being totally unprepared for this podcast and not wearing my bow tie. Could have been worse, though. Could have been a daymare. Uh, what's a, what's a daymare? Well, a daymare is when you have a nightmare and when you wake up, it becomes true. That's true. That would have been worse. But fortunately, I am prepared, I think. And I'm wearing my fabulous wooden bow tie. Or are you? Uh, I am. So let's All right. Start. Well, let's get started then. Welcome to our Jackson home, Front Porch Conversations Without the Front Porch. I'm here joined on the board by my brother from another mother, Mr. Kevin Adelsberger. How are you doing, Kevin? Jim, I'm doing great, and uh, we're just going to jump right into it today because we have a very special guest with us today. Dr. Logan Hampton, the president of Lane College, is sitting across the table from me this morning. Good morning, Dr. Hampton. Good morning, and thank you uh, for having me. It's good to be here. Um, so... Dr. Dr. Hampton, you're new to Jackson. You've been here for about how long now? I've been here a year. I started uh, Lane College on August 1st of last year. So I've been here now, what, a year and five days? All right, or wow. Six, six days, I guess I have to count. Well, happy <laughs> anniversary. Yeah, I, had, <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoyed my anniversary day on August 1st. It was, it was Saturday this year. So um, uh, all that I did on that day was to attend a, um, an event uh, that was hosted at the college. That was okay. a delightful event by the Federation of, uh, of uh, Colored Women. And then... Uh, attended a wedding reception for one of my colleagues at the college. So it was a delightful uh, way to remember my That's got to be an interesting uh, uh, anniversary card to find. It says, <laughs> do you have any uh, first year as a president of the college <laughs> cards? I don't I don't know if Hallmark carries those, Jim. But, I heard Walmart uh, does, though. Uh, that would be an interesting place to find one of those. But uh, so, so, Dr. Hampton, one of the things I always wonder when I see a new president of a university – installed by the trustees is how does a how does someone is it's not like a career track you sign up for you know like in in call okay. it's high school you're doing you do tests to see what you should be good at and i don't know that president of university shows up on anybody's tests or so, you're like five years old i want to be a president <laughs> of a major university yeah, yeah i don't think anybody like says that when they're five so so tell us about how you got to this point. <laughs> the Lord. Oh, amen, <laughs> amen. Divine intervention. Um, nah, it, for me, it was, uh, wow, that's, that's an interesting question. I am, and I still say, I am a student affairs guy. Okay. You know, I, I, uh, I started out in student activities. I was okay. a programmer. Uh, my first job out of graduate school was as a program coordinator at Texas Christian University. Okay. And my career goal was to be a chief student affairs officer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I achieved that, uh, at the University of Arkansas at Little Rock, where, uh, I was, um, the, um, vice provost, uh, for student, student affairs there. Mm -hmm. Um, it's really, this is interesting. Um, and that's an interesting question. And I, I hadn't really told this story a lot publicly, but, but um, so, so here it is. So I am, uh, I, I become the chief student affairs officer at um, University of Arkansas at Little Rock. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was also serving as a pastor uh, in town of one of our churches. Um, I am a CME 
uh, Christian Methodist Episcopal. Okay. Um, and Lane is a CME college. I think Jackson has some association with the uh, CME. Jackson is the home of the CME church. That's right. Yeah. Our, Mother Liberty. Mother Liberty. Yes. Yeah, so our church was birthed uh, right here in, uh, in Jackson, Tennessee. Well, um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the University of Arkansas Little Rock, and I'm serving as the vice provost. And one day I was sitting with the uh, budget director, uh, Sandra. And so I, Sandra and I are talking about the budget of the division, and we finish our conversation. And then uh, she says to me, so, Logan, what's next for you? Mm. And I said, um, well, uh, you know, finish <laughs> me not go to lunch. I mean, you know, I was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, you know, some, some answer like that. And she said, no, no, no. I mean, what's, what's next? What's next mm. in your career? I said, ah, oh, well, you know, I've worked to be, uh, the chief student affairs officer. You know, I am that. I said, so, you know, I, I, I I'll spend about 15 years. And then I will retire. <laughs> and and she wouldn't let it go. She mm-hmm. said, "No, no, no. What's really next? What, what I mean, what I mean, what's bigger?" I said, "I don't really have any, you know, real uh, thoughts or mm-hmm. any real aspirations." And 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 she continued to push. And I said to her, "I said, well, there is this one one school. I said we have this one school in uh, Jackson, Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, Lane College." And I said. Uh, there's this fellow there, uh, Dr. Wesley McClure, mm-hmm. who is uh, just a dean of uh, uh, small college presidents. I say he uh, found Lane College at a point in his history when it was struggling, and he just he just brought it back and just resurrected it. And uh, the institution is a model uh, for you know how to manage uh, and run small colleges. And I said, and I go there every year for leadership training. Uh, uh, Conference and I, I'm on campus. I live in the residence halls. I eat in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. I spend time on campus, walking around with the ducks. And I said, I just, I, you know, I, I really like that college. I said, mm-hmm. it's a fun. I said, so if I ever had a chance, you know, I'd, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to work there. I guess. And um, she said to me, she said, "Well, let's get a plan." <laughs> and and uh, I said, oh, "Okay." And she said, "Well, uh, bring me your resume." And uh, we'll get it updated. And and then what you'll do is, is you will, uh, say, do you know Dr. McClure? I said, no. I said, we're in meetings together and we've served on a committee, but we didn't, I don't know him personally. She says, well, you'll get to know him. And, and, she, <laughs> and then she says to me, she says, and, uh, you'll ask him to be your mentor. And he said, people don't usually turn you down for that. They, they like to be. <laughs> and so, and so <laughs> And so I developed this plan. Yeah. I, I updated my resume, took my resume to her, and she looked it over, and we talked about it. And and so I developed a plan, and I, and my plan was I'd take my resume, and I'd go to, and I was planning to go to our, one of our national meetings, and I uh, had uh, expected to see Dr. McClure at that meeting. Mm-hmm. So I went to the meeting with resume in hand. <laughs> And I went to the event where... Now, uh, does that conversation start off with, I really want your job? <laughs> well, let me... This, <laughs> I was really... I really like you. Yeah. And I'm res- I respect you. And I, I want to learn more about you. That mm-hmm. that was my plan. Okay. So that, that's the funny thing you're asking. Because I, I started studying Lane College. Mm-hmm. 
because I wanted to be able to, when I talked to him, I wanted mm-hmm. to let him know that I was serious. Yeah. And so I wanted to be able to tell him a little something about Lane. Absolutely. So I uh, I went to the conference. This was this would have been September of 2013. I went to the okay. conference uh, and looking for Dr. McClure. And I was expecting to see him on the night when our uh, when all of the, the heads of colleges were presented. Well, he wasn't there. Mm. So I thought, oh, well, um, he, he's not at the conference. Yeah. And so I go back to ULR and I get to work. And then there's another meeting in October. And I think, okay, I'll see him at this meeting. Yeah. So I went to the meeting in October and he wasn't there. So I thought, well, maybe I'll just change my, my tactic. But then I go back to ULR. Things get busy. I don't forget about the plan. Yeah. I, I forget about the plan. We're, we get busy. I'm, yeah. I'm busy being vice provost. Uh, but every now and then I think about it and every now and then I open up Lane's website or mm-hmm. I look at some data on Lane College. And and then in December of 2013, I'm on Facebook, and then I see this notice that said something to the effect, uh, you know, uh, a salute to Dr. McClure. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, well, what happened? It sounded mm-hmm. so final. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, well, what's that about? And uh, I, uh, I looked it up, and uh, I read it, and the next day, uh, or I don't think it was the next day. It was maybe I think it was like a Friday, and it was maybe like a Monday. I find Sandra, and I say, Sandra, you know that president that I was talking about, mm-hmm. getting to know, he died, and she looked at me. I, I, it, it was the oddest, weirdest thing. It was a very uncomfortable moment. She looks at me and says, "Well, are you going to apply for the job?" Oh gosh! And yeah. I'm like, Sandra, what, what are you talking about? I said, "A man has died." A man has died. <laughs> And, and he says, I think you should apply. I was like, Sandra. Now, did Sandra just want to get rid of you? <laughs> I guess so. Or? <laughs> I need to ask that. <laughs> so, so, I, apply, so I, I did, in fact, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when the job was announced, mm-hmm. I applied. And, uh, and, and here's the interesting <laughs> thing. So uh, I applied, and I get in the interview, and uh, I'm talking to the committee members. And I can tell that they are really... Um, after I got over my nervousness because I was shaking the whole time, <laughs> um, I could tell they were kind of interested in all that I knew about Lane College. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what they did not know <laughs> was that I had been studying yeah, for, for this, months this, for this job to interview. try to impress wow. mm-hmm. Wesley McClure. Mm-hmm. And last year, and I've said this to folks, last year, my first year as president of Lane, my plan was that I would be the vice provost student affairs at University of Arkansas at Little Rock. Mm-hmm. And I would find myself driving to Lane about once a month uh, to be uh, Dr. McClure's uh, intern mm-hmm. mentee. Yeah. And uh, I said several times last year, I said, well, this is my intern year. And I'm learning from Dr. McClure. Mm-hmm. And I really was. I, I, and I really am. I, But I'm learning from him differently. I'm learning from... You know his his papers mm. and his reports mm. and his emails. I'm I am sitting at his feet. Mm. I am learning from him, uh, but Just it's different. N- yeah, absolutely. Than how I expect it. So that was a long story. That's I, that's, that that's, is uh, that's fascinating. That's kind of how God works sometimes. You know, He puts like a dream in your heart, and this could also mean a lot to some kids out there, or even some adults. You you try it. 
and it doesn't work out and you get this thought in your head says well i was i guess it wasn't meant to be because you mm-hmm. tried several times to meet the guy yeah. yes and uh, i don't know at several at several times i mean it could it could have been easy to think like yeah. well i've tried i've tried again i've tried again it wasn't meant to be and god sometimes says well you're not ready yet. There's things you got to do. There's things you got to go through before God will make that dream happen. True, somebody may have to die to make it happen. Let's let's hope not. On yes, a, hopefully. On a, on generally, I mean, <laughs> let's not encourage that. But what a blessing it is to have those Sandras in our life. Yeah. Uh, and I think the city of Jackson, if you're listening, Mayor Gist, we need to send her a Christmas card <laughs> this year and thank her for pushing uh, Dr. Hampton our way. Um, as we so so that is it. That's a crazy story of Isn't how you it? got to this position. Tell us a little bit more about you and your family, and and where are you from, and things like that. Well, I'm uh, I I was uh, born and reared in uh, Arkansas and Louisiana. Okay, uh, so are you a I was reared in Arkansas and Louisiana? Are you a Tigers fan or a Razorback fan? Let me say neither. Okay. I'm a Lane College Dragon fan. <laughs> that is a great answer for a university president to give. Um, I, I, I grew up, uh, when, uh, I was born in Wynn, Arkansas, reared in Parkin, Arkansas. Okay. Parkin's just on the other side of the river, uh, other side of Mississippi River. Okay. Uh, Memphis was, uh, as a child, was that place. It was a magical place mm-hmm. for me. We'd go to Memphis. Uh, for Christmas shopping mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, back to school shopping. And so it, it was just always just a delight uh, and the highlight of the year, the travel mm-hmm. uh, from small town Arkansas to the metropolis of Memphis <laughs> and the bright lights. And so Memphis is for me is always was kind of like that place mm-hmm. uh, growing up. Um, we moved to Louisiana. I spent time in Louisiana uh, as a as a kid, and then back in Arkansas. I went to undergraduate at Arkansas Tech University okay. in Russellville, Arkansas. I did my master's in student personnel services at Northwestern State University in Natchitoches, Louisiana. Natchitoches. Uh, it's Natchitoches, Louisiana. Not Natchez. It's not Natchitoches. Not that, Natchitoches. Yeah, okay. many people will say that it's Natchitoches. Listen, you learn everything. You learn new things <laughs> all the time on the R. Jackson Home podcast. <laughs> yes, and then my doctorate at uh, at the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. Okay, uh, I am I am a half educated preacher. Okay, yeah, I have to. <laughs> That's usually the most dangerous kind. Yeah, from I, what I'm I understand. a half educated preacher. I was I I attended. Uh, Bright Divinity School okay. at Texas Christian University. Uh, so that was that was it was great for me. Uh, but I left there to go work on a doctorate, uh, okay. doctorate in education. Well, I hear you're a fabulous preacher, and uh, <laughs> I was texting my pastor, Pastor Justin Wayne Scott, last night, and I think we we hope to have you soon. Well, listen. Justin Wayne Scott is a phenomenal preacher. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell me. He's been a guest on the podcast before. Him and Pastor Watson from Historic First Baptist. Great, great podcast. Um, do you have any family? Yes, I have. Uh, I'm married to uh, Susan Hampton. Susan, the the former Susan Elise Combest. Okay. Uh, Hampton. Uh, today, uh, August sixth. Yes. Uh, makes twenty seven years. Is this your anniversary? Today is that day. Oh my uh, goodness! It makes twenty-seven we, years. Listen, not only did I have a nightmare about this podcast the night before, which you'll have to listen to the podcast <laughs> to hear that story, but we have this is a first for us, Jim. This is this man's wedding anniversary, and he's here with us. <laughs> 
So, well, Maybe thank I don't you. My wife I don't know whether to be flattered or concerned. <laughs> well, thank you. So, I mean, for taking time out of this day of all days, I I greatly appreciate that. Well, I, I I've sent to her. We have a tradition. Uh, she gets a rose mm-hmm. and a cookie. Okay. For each year of marriage. So today she she will receive twenty seven roses. And now we've changed the cookies because she she's she forbades me from sending from buying twenty <laughs> twenty seven twenty seven cookies. cookies. Yeah. Can you imagine your fiftieth anniversary? Fifty roses and diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> this man this man has it going on. I, I, oh, I like jewelry. More. Beats jewelry. The longer we sit at this table, the more I like you, Doctor Hampton. Um, okay, and children. Children. I have three children. I have twin daughters. My oldest daughter, Elise uh, Hampton, is a classroom teacher. Okay. She um, begins this year her second year of teaching in Conway, Arkansas. Okay. She's a uh, she will teach. Um, I think she'll teach science this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, her twin, uh, Crystal, is a speech therapist uh, down in Alexandria. Uh, Louisiana. I was born in Alexandria, Louisiana. Is that right? We can talk about that in the break. <laughs> yes, she's a she's she's a speech therapist. Graduated, uh, got a master's degree from Jackson State University down in Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. And then my boy, uh, who has spent the summer with me mm-hmm. here, is uh, is a junior at Washita Baptist University. Okay. In Arkadelphia, Arkansas, and he will be back in town. On October 20th, I think it is, mm-hmm. to face Union okay. in, uh, in soccer. He's a soccer, oh, he's a soccer right. player. So well, that's I'm looking fun. forward to seeing him play this year. I didn't get to see him play last year. So I'll get to see him play this year, and I'll, I'll just drive across town. Yeah, that's super convenient. <laughs> or football to all those European <laughs> listeners we have. So, Dr. Hampton, we're going to head into our first break. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Lane College and what's going on there. And um, thank you so much for joining us today, Jim. Well, you're listening to our Jackson home between the Tennessee and Mississippi rivers. We'll be right back after this short message. Jackson home and if you missed the message during the break that's that will be presented on the director's cut that uh, Kevin and I will be recording I believe it's uh, like uh, a month after never Kevin well we're gonna ever? make a box set and we're gonna put it out on eBay and see if anybody is uh, silly enough to buy it a- absolutely but you know we're, we're continuing with our great guest today dr. Logan Hampton from Lane College and if you enjoyed the story in the last segment we got more of that don't we Oh, we do. So one of the questions, I, I love studying leadership. Um, you should, I've got a one shelf dedicated just to leadership books at my house uh, just because I love to read about it. And um, even though I'm self-employed now, so I don't have a lot of people to lead necessarily, uh, <laughs> What uh, I still love to listen, listen about it. And I think one of the challenges that I see for you is that you're taking over a leader who was there for 22 years. And so how do you address that and how do you prepare yourself for that as you as you you've been there for a year now but as you continue to leave your stamp on lane how does that affect your your decision making Well there the, the two lines of thinking about that one for me is um, is really personal and then the other is in terms of 
you know, how you, how I think about it in terms of approaching it, uh, how I've thought about it in terms of the approach to it. And from, you know, this, this personal um, perspective, I, I was just in awe of Dr. McClure. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in his presence and in his space, you know, I would, you know, I'd just kind of quake a bit and my, um, my knees would kind of shake. And so I, you know, I just, I was just in, in awe of him. And when I uh, was elected uh, president, uh, as I prepared uh, to assume the role, it, I, I was just continuously uh, nervous. I mean, I, I, you know, at some point I might think about it and I could just, driving along by myself, I just, you know, get knots in my stomach. And uh, I was at a conference over in Baltimore, uh, Maryland, uh, during the uh, as I was preparing to uh, assume the role. I, I was at that point I was the president elect, and so uh, as president elect, um, you know, each morning or not as president elect, but my my morning pattern is like I get up, uh, I do a devotion, and then I'd uh, I'd go for a walk, and so. Uh, one particular morning, uh, early July of uh, the summer of 2014, I, uh, I I read the Bible, read the scriptures, I then um, I then prayed, and and then I went out for I went out for a walk, and uh, my stomach was just churning as I thought about following this legend that mm-hmm. Dr. McClure was, and the Lord just really just spoke to me and said, "Do your work." Mm-hmm. Do the work that you are assigned to do, mm-hmm. and then hold the others accountable. Find find a team of folks that love the Lord, mm-hmm. that love Lane College, and are passionate about uh, Lane College and Lane College missions, mm-hmm. and and those that can work with Logan. Mm-hmm. And if you get that team and mm-hmm. do your work, and then hold them accountable. To, to their word, uh, I felt this sense of calm as the Lord said, and I'll do the rest. Mm-hmm. And so, um, from a from a personal perspective, that was just uh, that was just that morning was just uh, one of those moments when uh, it was just a true human human when the Lord just kind of speaks to me in that in that space. Then I get here and uh, operationally, you know, I looked at the college from outside of the institution mm-hmm. uh, for all of those years. So it was it was the best thing since life's bread, you know, looking at the college from outside of the institution. Mm-hmm. But then when I got here, I've said to folks, it's I, I've approached it in this way. You know, oftentimes you out in Hollywood, you'll see someone buy one of those mansions, one of those mm-hmm. Hollywood mansions. I mean, and it's, it's a $10 million mansion, and it's perfect. If mm-hmm. I moved in it, I mean, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, I'd be like, oh wow, you know, some big movie star used to live here, and I'm just excited to be in this house. Mm-hmm. But then today, some modern movie star will buy some former movie star's home and pay ten million dollars for it. Go into the home, look at it, and think, oh, hmm, why did they have the sunroom on the southwest corner? <laughs> I want it on the southeast corner. Yeah, and they start to move things. And oh, why did why was the um, grand stair, master stairwell. Uh, why did they have it marble? You know, I wanted you know cypress wood, whatever. And they they put another five or ten million dollars in the home. Mm-hmm. 
The home was perfect as it was. Yeah. But then there are a new set of eyes. There's a new resident mm-hmm. that sees it differently. Mm-hmm. And uh, to some extent, that's that's the difference in the transition between uh, the McClure administration and, and my administration. The home was a beautiful home. Mm-hmm. It had a great tradition. Mm-hmm. The college was well positioned. The college was healthy. Uh, as I walked into it with uh, from a different generation, mm-hmm. uh, from a different perspective, Dr. McClure uh, came up the academic side of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said earlier, I, I came up through the student affairs side mm-hmm. of the house. Uh, I see it a little differently and uh, have started to make some changes uh, in that in that respect. Absolutely. In terms of uh, so that so operationally, um, as we've looked at it, um, you, you you may just find uh, some real style differences. Uh, you know, I'm very student centric. Mm-hmm. Uh, students first. I work for uh, a person, uh, Charles Donaldson, uh, whose mantra uh, was: "Students are the most important people on campus, and mm-hmm. without them, there would be no need for us." Absolutely. And so. You know, listen to that for 16 years or for 13 years and then ascending, you know, following him mm-hmm. as chief student affairs officer at the University of Arkansas Little Rock. I mean, that's just, it's, it's, drilled just, in. In, it's just in my DNA now. Absolutely. I don't think I could, <laughs> I don't know that I could do anything uh, different now. And so that's the lens through which I see, I see the job. Mm, absolutely. Those are interesting points. I mean, you can make stylized changes to anything, but still remain true to what the dream originally was. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of people say, well, he's a new guy. It's not going to be the same lane. Uh, or it's, it's a new mayor. We're not, we're not going to like what's going on, but you can, you can make changes and still remain true to your spirit. You know, as long as an institution maintains its spirit, I think you can change, you can, you can accept and embrace any change as long as you remain true to the spirit. Well, absolutely. I mean, and that's, that's who we are. I mean, we are an institution that serves many who would not otherwise have an opportunity mm-hmm. for higher education. And that's been our history. I mean, since 1882, uh, we've, been, we've been doing that very thing. In 1882, our mission was to serve uh, a population of persons just out of slavery, mm-hmm. right on the other side of Reconstruction, who it had been illegal to teach to read mm. for uh, all of their existence in the country. Mm. And and now these persons are free and are in need of education mm-hmm. uh, to be able to fully participate in the dem- democracy and the economy. And so Bishop Lane envisioned uh, and the and the CME Church envisioned that we ought to have, have a school. And so mm-hmm. CME High School was established and CME CME High School begot Lane Institute, which begot uh, Lane mm-hmm. Lane College. But it was the mission was to provide opportunity to those who would not otherwise have access. And even to that to today, we continue to provide uh, access to higher education yeah. to those who, uh, in some instances, might not otherwise have access. Absolutely. So I didn't know that about the history, but we starting to talk about where. You've been here for a year now. Tell me about where Lane is at today. Lane is a strong institution. Long, Lane is a strong uh, Christian uh, institution. 
that is yet committed to uh, its mission. Mm -hmm. uh, as you may uh, be aware, um, in our, my first year uh, at the college, uh, we as uh, any uh, small business, and uh, I pray my the educators in the audience are not offended <laughs> by me suggesting that a, a educational institution is a business, but mm -hmm. we are. Yeah, uh, we're a small business as a as a tuition driven institution. Mm -hmm. If we don't get the scholars in the seats, then we don't have the revenues mm -hmm. to support it. And uh, in my first year, we had a uh, established our budget. Uh, based on 1,500 students, we uh, had the staffed for 1,500 students, and we had 1,200. Mm -hmm. And so we had about a $3.3 million shortfall in budget, uh, which meant for us was that we uh, we had to eliminate, and uh, last year we eliminated about 60 or so functions mm -hmm. uh, and uh, renegotiated a number of contracts, all in an effort to right size mm -hmm. uh, to get our expenses uh, within our uh, and under our revenue. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was a trying year uh, mm -hmm. fiscally uh, in terms of trying to do that. It's but a hard first year in the door. Uh, it was a challenging year, uh, but very positive uh, in that uh, we met, uh, found a number of faculty and staff and administrators who were ready for the task, ready for the challenge. Uh, ready to put their shoulders to the plow. Mm -hmm. We found uh, a community, uh, Jackson, Madison County, uh, that was ready and open and willing to help and support uh, Lane College. And we found uh, an alumni base uh, that is passionate mm -hmm. and uh, about their uh, fair lane and uh, eager and willing to do all that they can uh, to, uh, to assist. So although we had a fiscally challenging year mm -hmm. uh, in terms of what we were able to accomplish, in terms of rebranding, in terms of right-sizing, uh, in terms of uh, bringing in a, uh, a fresh, uh, fresh approach and a fresh perspective, uh, creating some esprit de corps, we were able to we were able to do that mm -hmm. uh, in the face of uh, some some really rather challenging times. Absolutely. So uh, we got to head to a break, but we're going to hear about year two with Dr. Hampton <laughs> and moving forward when we come back. This is our Jackson home. <laughs> Welcome back to our Jackson home. We're talking with Dr. Logan Hampton of Lane College. Dr. Hampton, we've kind of talked about who you are and how you've gotten to Jackson. We've talked about your first year, where Lane was that year. Um, what I'm excited about is is what you're going to be able to help Lane become in, in the next year. So what is your vision for what Lane is going to become and what its role in our community is going to be? Well, you know, Lane is um, a uh, one of the uh, uh, largest employers mm -hmm. in Jackson. Lane is uh, educational, uh, one of the leading educational institutions in Jackson. Mm -hmm. Lane is um, one of the anchors 
for East Jackson. Absolutely. Uh, the connection between East Jackson and uh, Lane College uh, is uh, undeniable. Mm-hmm. You know, I've said, uh, as goes East Jackson, so goes Lane College. Mm-hmm. As the other, goes Lane the other College, yeah. so goes East Jackson. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's, uh, as Lane College is lifted, mm-hmm. uh, East Jackson will be lifted. Mm-hmm. As East Jackson is lifted, Jackson is lifted, Madison mm-hmm. County. Yeah. Uh, rising tide. Yeah. So I, I think it's, 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 it's all interconnected. Uh, on campus, I mean, some of the most exciting things that are happening and changes, uh, and from my perspective will happen on campus this year. Uh, we, uh, as you, as I said earlier, I'm student affairs guy who's ascended to the presidency. Mm-hmm. So there are several, uh, changes that we will make that are, that will impact student life and the, and the student experience. Mm-hmm. Um, this year for the, uh, for the first time, we will, uh, employ, uh, student, uh, student RAs. We're going to a more conventional, mm-hmm. uh, model of residential management. Uh, which we have, uh, students, uh, students are excited about it. They're excited about managing, leading, mm-hmm. uh, being empowered on campus, uh, to, uh, to, uh, be in charge of, uh, of the, of the residence halls. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also, uh, this year excited about all the changes, uh, that are, uh, New uh, athletic director, mm-hmm. uh, new head football coach who was old. <laughs> okay, uh, Coach Derek Burrows is brought uh, in. I mean, he's just been a um, just a fireball uh, since he uh, since he got back to us in uh, January. Uh, he has uh, created for us and transformed one of our campus centers uh, into a new uh, athletic field house, and uh, probably the nicest uh, athletic field house. Uh, in the uh, SIAC conference, uh, we partnered with um, and were just blessed uh, beyond our imagination and blessed beyond what we thought from Fellowship Bible Church. Mm-hmm. And they, Saw that in the sun. Yeah, they rebuilt uh, the, the the locker room. Um, so we're excited about excited about that. Excited mm-hmm. about what's happening not only in football but all 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 across uh, the athletics uh, on our campus. We just got a new uh, dining services uh, vendor okay. who will be uh, working with us, Perkins uh, Management, uh, that will take over our uh, account uh, this year. Uh, we are uh, uh, transforming, uh, as I mentioned earlier, transforming uh, those residence hall and, uh, and so talk about being a more residential area. We've expanded. We'll have a new campus uh, campus life office okay. uh, for the first time. Person who will be in charge of programming uh, the the entire uh, campus and providing uh, intentional opportunities for students to engage their heads and hearts and hands mm-hmm. uh, in our in our community uh, while continuing. Uh, to provide an excellent uh, educational uh, environment for uh, for our students, student population. Absolutely, you know that's that's half the battle right there. Is if you have if you build and nurture great students. I, I would when I was looking for a college, I didn't go college hunting. I mean, I was a high school senior. So like, where am I going to go to college? And there was this youth minister that I really liked. I really liked um, everything about him. And I says, well, I wonder where he goes to school. And I says, well, that's the school I want to go to. If it can make that dude, I'm going to give it a shot. And, you know, if you make great students and you have uh, younger kids looking up to him, say, 
I want to be like that guy. Yeah. I want to go to his school. That'll be, that's half your student body right there. No, absolutely. Uh, strong young people that even younger people want to emulate. No, absolutely. I mean, and, and we, we're just going to be very intentional about that, uh, in terms of developing those academic student leaders. I mean, this year we've, uh, you know, historically had a first year experience program and, uh, it was almost first year experience by committee. But this year we've hired a person, uh, Kenneth Frierson, who comes to us from the University of South Carolina and, uh, those of you that know her ed know that University of South Carolina is kind of ground zero mm. for first year experience programs across the country. Okay. Uh, they've been innovating for years. And so he's coming to us to create a, a first year academy for our, for our new students to help them to, uh, we talk about developing the power potential at mm-hmm. Lane College. Yeah. And, uh, but to fully do, do that, uh, student, uh, has got to be able to develop their their skill set and their talents. You know, I challenge mm-hmm. students. I say, you know, it does not matter that you are smart, talented, or cute. Everybody is smart, talented, and cute. <laughs> Jim, did you hear that? We are small, <laughs> smart, talented, and cute. I live that every day. I'm leaning. I know. I, I already knew I was smart and talented. So I'm grabbing the cute. Yeah, hoping somebody out there thinks I'm cute too. <laughs> but that's not the that's not the key in life. Yeah, the key in life is work mm. and uh, making good use of your talents, absolutely, and skills. And so this first year academy is all all of our our entire first first year class will be a part of the first uh, freshman academy. Uh, they'll have opportunities to live and learn with folks uh, who are having some similar kinds of experiences, uh, both in the classroom, will connect classroom experience to out of classroom experience mm-hmm. to study halls, uh, and, and really in our attempt to develop, as we say, develop that whole student. Yeah. Because uh, for us, you know, it's clear. You know, being in the U.S. is is great having this opportunity as a faith-based institution Mm -hmm. to really develop the whole student. Absolutely, where we can actually engage students. Say, so what's the what's the impact import of faith and reason? How do faith and reason connect? Mm -hmm. And part of what we're able to do uh, is to be very intentional about uh, the the ministry of salvation and the ministry of education. Mm. I say from time to time, you know, my main goal is to get students saved and educated mm. so that they get paid in <laughs> all the ways that salvation and education pay off. Mm. And when we look at life outcomes, you look at any, any metric, mm-hmm. whether it's health, whether it's actually uh, financial income, uh, longevity, uh, Participation as a citizen, salvation, education, both have positive impacts. Absolutely. You add the two together. You should be doing pretty good. Then you've got to, yeah. you're set. Got seducation. Save education. Save education. Well, uh, that's trademarked by our Jackson home. And um, But as we pull this to a close today, Dr. Hampton, what are some things that the listeners of this podcast can do to support Lane College? Uh, thanks for asking that question. Um, I, uh, I like to ask folks to do, uh, do one of these things. And, and I really like for them to do them all. Okay. Uh, one is uh, pray for us. Okay. It's always remember Lane College in your prayers. And um, 
I believe in the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you call the name of Lane College, uh, I believe the Lord will do uh, special things. Then I say, then I ask folks to say good things about us. Okay. Mm-hmm. S- speak good things about Lane College. And even if you find some things that you might find objectionable, speak the good things about mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. and watch the Lord transform us to be those things that you would uh, like for us to be as a community. Mm-hmm. Then I say to folks, send us your students. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a tuition-driven institution, uh, students, you know, are, are our lifeblood. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, Lane College provides the access and opportunity to a Christian education. Mm-hmm. And there are only a few institutions in this country mm-hmm. that truly can provide a holistic education mm-hmm. and the lane colleges the unions the freeds are those institutions mm-hmm. that truly can give a holistic uh, education and then of course as uh, you would uh, you would expect the college president to say is to send us your resources we, we need your we need your gifts lane college has been committed to have to being very affordable we are the number one most affordable institution in the state of Tennessee for students outside of the state of Tennessee. Okay. We're the number two most affordable institution in the state of Tennessee for persons who reside in t- wow. in Tennessee. So the college is most affordable. Mm-hmm. To continue to be an affordable option for students, mm-hmm. we need partners Absolutely. and we need financial partners. And so I invite any and all who would see our mission, and if our mission aligns with your mission, your life mission, uh, to consider uh, making a donation to Lane College. And Dr. Hampton, we have had a blast this morning. Only only a small portion of it has been caught on the podcast. We had a lot of fun during the breaks. Thank you so much for taking time to be with us. Thanks, Kevin. And happy anniversary. Well, thank you. Please pass it on to your wife yep, for us. We'll, we'll have a great time. <laughs> Go get some flowers and some cookies, and you listening if you have something, if you have someone special in your life, get them cookies and flowers as well. It's the only the right thing to do. Between the Tennessee and Mississippi rivers, welcome for our from our front porch to yours. This has been our Jackson home. Today's show was hosted by Kevin Adelsberger and Jim Wilhelm. It was produced and edited by Jim Wilhelm. Bumper music supplied by Aaron Harden. This podcast was recorded at The Co. And for more information about The Co., visit www.attheco.com. And for more information on Our Jackson Home, or to suggest podcast guests or story ideas, visit us at www.ourjacksonhome.com. 